The U.S. Secretary of the Interior Ryan Zinke is recommending a reduction in the size of the controversial and brand new Bears Ears National Monument in Utah. That follows a directive from President Trump to review all large monuments designated since the late 90s. Trump argues some of these monuments actually restrict access to public land and burden both local governments and local economies. Inside Energy's Dan Boyce reports from another of these monuments under review in north-central Montana. So we have here a story about something small and something big. The small, or short, thing? The American Antiquities Act of 1906. It's only four paragraphs long, with just one of those paragraphs giving the president power to set aside land of historic or scientific interest as a national monument. We could just stop up here. For the big thing, best to have the right vantage point. Rancher Matt Knox is up on a windy bluff overlooking expansive Missouri River Breaks country. Called the Breaks because that's what it is. Rough, broken land, bone dry. Right now, though, the land is still holding on to this soft blue-green hue of spring. This stunning view is his family land. But if you go north here about probably a mile, you'd start to run into BLM. In other words, the Upper Missouri River Breaks National Monument, managed by the Bureau of Land Management. Nearly 400,000 acres designated in the waning days of the Clinton presidency in 2001, in a part of the country that already has a built-in skepticism of government. We cuss the county commissioners, we cuss the state legislature, we cuss the governor, and we reserve our most of our cussing for the federal government. See, the monument actually includes some of Knox's private land. Tens of thousands of acres of private land lies within its boundaries, largely the land of farmers and ranchers who use it for their livelihoods. Most of them opposed the monument when it was designated 16 years ago and now want Interior Secretary Zinke to shrink it or revoke it altogether. The original intent was not to set aside huge swaths of land. Nicole Fusier runs a guide service called Missouri River Outfitters. She's paddling in Fort Benton, a small town on the opposite end of the long monument from the Knox Ranch. And she's on the opposite side of the issue. I think that that's really important to find a place that is as it was and is unchanged. And that is the Missouri River. Fusier argues the area is rich in both historical and scientific significance and wants to keep the monument just like it is. You go down there and you see the same rocks that were described in Lewis and Clark's journals. Most significantly, an area of sandstone formations known as the White Cliffs. It all brings tourists out to a region otherwise pretty isolated. Nicole Fusier takes them out on the river... John Carrier serves them coffee. If you are living in Florida or New York or Washington, D.C., and you are going to a new state, you search national parks, national monuments. He says other small businesses tried and failed to gain traction in tiny Fort Benton before monument status. His coffee shop business has grown since the designation. I don't think it's that difficult to draw a connection between the two. President Trump says these large national monuments should be reviewed because they hurt local economies. 
However, a recent report from a Montana-based think tank argues the opposite. We found that local economies surrounding the 17 monuments we studied expanded following the creation of that new national monument. That's Chris Mell. And I am the policy director at Headwaters Economics. Around the Missouri River breaks, per capita income rose 23% between 2001 and 2015. Back on Matt Knox's ranch, he says he hasn't seen evidence of any economic growth from the monument. But he can't really point to a negative economic effect from the monument either. For Knox, like for many farmers and ranchers out here, the opposition comes from wondering what the government might do next. The narrative goes something like this. Okay, we've made this a special area. Why are there still roads? Why are there still cattle? Why are there still these other forms of recreation? In other words, what might the feds restrict next? The Interior Department is taking public comment on how to move forward with reviews of the National Monuments until July 10th. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce. There's so much going on on our website right now, including a detailed answer to an audience member's question, where does fracking water go? You can see that post and a lot more at InsideEnergy.org.